Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now. for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure... Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. This is Nuwana's Now on 102.9 ESPN Radio Missoula. Frisco, Texas. First time ever for Montana. They've been in the national championship game a whole bunch. This will be the eighth national championship game appearance for the University of Montana. But the first two, Huntington, West Virginia. The next four were, I guess the next five, were in Chattanooga, Tennessee. And uh, now they're going to Frisco, Texas for the first time after a thrilling, unbelievable, unforgettable 31-29 victory uh, over at North Dakota State. Took two overtimes to get there, but uh, one of the most iconic games in the history of Washington Grizzly Stadium. If you're missing the first hour, we gave you all sorts of uh, talk about that. Key moments from the game. Sound bites from all of the key figures, as well as usually we do three big things about the Grizz. We did five big things about the Grizz because that's how big this game was. All of it on the Nuanas Now podcast, probably presented by Blackfoot Communications. Visit goblackfoot.com. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time, and the MSU Bookstore. Visit msubookstore.org. It's time now for the Monday afternoon quarterback, the last one for 2023 here. We'll be back at it after the new year. Presented by Stockman Bank, Montana's brand of banking. This is Montana's version of the NFL. But before we get to the NFL, we got to talk about this football game a little bit. Marty Mornawake in studio with me. Coach, I'm sure it was a... A unique experience for you, because I mean, <laughs> I mean, you are a Grizz all day long, and you're a University of Montana alum, but also your boys coach at North Dakota State. That's blood. So that yeah. I mean, yeah. probably uh, quite a roller coaster for you and the family on Saturday. Well, I will tell you, uh, it was sort of devastating uh, after a loss like that because why? You only get a certain amount of opportunity for sure. in your whole life to go win a national championship, and and the Grizz. Played really, really well. That defense has played well all year. And then I think there's there was a, a several things that happened. Because early to mid-year, I had them as, you and I talked about this, the Grizz, as a solid plus team. Yep. 
talented team. I thought their talent was underrated. And then uh, several things happened. Uh, they, uh, Bobby Houck and his staff made a few adjustments yep. offensively. They selected their quarterback uh, to spur them to uh, become undefeated since uh, the thing that they left on the middle of the 50-yard line in Flagstaff. So, and their offense is really playing uh, at least dangerous. The numbers were not good, of course, in the last really couple of games, but they are dangerous and they sort of tear that defensive uh, uh, apart, that defensive opponent apart at the seams on occasion. They've got some talented, talented young men on that football team. They absolutely do, and they, and they think that the, the evolution of being able to maximize that talent, putting everybody in the best positions to succeed, I thought that yeah. was an enormous turning point for the group. Yeah, Brent Peace has done an excellent job, really, about midseason on when for they sure. selected the quarterback. They started getting the ball to their very best players. That's their right. talented players uh, early and often throughout the game, and I, I think that's where they took off, and they motored through that adversity midseason. You know, they were winning against inferior opponents and close games, I thought. And and then they lost the one to NAU. And 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 so that's uh, quite a little bit of adversity. And they motored through that and became even a tougher team, both mentally and physically. And I will t- hats off to North Dakota State. For sure. They were trying to do almost the impossible, go win a national championship uh, from an unseeded uh, uh, playoff uh, uh, spot. Uh, so they went Back-to-back-to-back to back to back yep. road games and ended it in Washington Grizz Stadium, which I think people, opponents, underrate Oh man, coming in here. I, I know they do because I've talked to many of the opponents' For sure. coaches. They underrate it. Oh, well, we played in this stadium that's really loud, or we played in that stadium that's really loud. And, and then they walk away after they lose, and they go, well, uh, we never had any problems before. Yeah, but you never played in here. And then, and then uh, complaining about, well, there, there are no penalties called on them, uh, you know. And, well, uh, you're underrating the value of this home field advantage, which I think is huge. About midway through the fourth quarter, I was like, I can't be in this press box anymore. <laughs> I, I got to go. I got to go down there. Got to feel it. And, and I did. And, man, when... When the double overtime started and they switched to the north end zone, yeah, I, I seriously think that's one of the five loudest I've ever heard that stadium. And there's there's a lot of games that are in the competition for that, but you're talking double OT against the perennial power. I mean, the, the thing was shaking. Yeah, I will tell you, I was looking at it through a little bit different lens. So uh, when North Dakota State, they picked the correct <laughs> they did. end of the field <laughs> yep. to play at. So at least they knew that. Because that really is a student and band section. Right. In most stadiums, you would go the other side. For sure. Right, right away from student and band. But right. here uh, at the Washington Grizz Stadium, no, no. That, if you're the opponent, that sends on you want to play it. Yep. And then, so I was wondering, I was wondering if either one of the teams would go for two. Uh, but well, North Dakota State, uh, you, you know, I was going to ask you that when they yeah. when they scored, what was the game tying touchdown? But they were down 16-15. Did you think they should have gone for two there? Uh, well, I would, I would have, because like, you're on the road, right? Yeah, yeah you're on the road. Uh, uh, Looking in, in in one betting site, this is one of the few times that NFL teams 
Use the point spread, by sure, the way. Right, okay, right. if we're underdogs on the right. road, right, and other things come into play to it, uh, then we go for two. Right. Uh, so, you know, two different betting sites. One of them had North Dakota State given one and a half, and the other one had Montana right. given one and a half. So, so it was a toss-up game. I would have, uh, well, but they made that decision. It worked at Montana State in their overtime game there. For uh, sure. You, you know, to extend it. And so... Uh, they they were probably very confident that they would win the game in overtime, uh, and you, you know the one call that I, I was uh, is 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 North Dakota State's uh, a second two point play that for sure work. I was going to ask you about that too. First of all, I I do think there was a pi for sure you know but uh, and that's what you get at home right that's what you get you, you got to overcome some of these things to 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 win at Washington Grizz Stadium. But secondly, it was a similar play different. Personnel group, way different formation, but, you know, you get the ball to a guy, and then he's got to run pass option to the right corner right. of the end zone. Furman did that, uh, and they false started. Right. But you could see that Montana had it snuffed out, and then Montana ran a sort of similar play for their two-point right. play. You know, they got batted and, and then ended up. And so that was a little odd, I thought. And, you know, I was talking to my older son, and I'm going, you know, in college now with these overtime rules, you need about six to eight great two-point plays that you've worked right. on since the offseason uh, for every game plan. If you use one uh, and as a two-point play at any point, then you need to add another one and start working on it. And so you have a whole bunch of different – I would never – you know, the old thought, if you're going to run a special play, or two, do it before your opponent. Right. You know, do it early in the game. Right, uh, right, you know, totally. Uh, uh, getting off subject. Yeah, I, I just thought... Same I, thing with those two-point plays. I, I just thought it was a little bit crazy when you have... I mean, you have this super tight game that was competitive the whole way. I mean, no team was up by more than a, a touchdown. Mostly, it was like a three-point game the whole way through. And then both teams were essentially run trick plays on the two-point conversion. I just, I just thought it was sort of crazy, especially when you're talking about two sort of conservative defensive head coaches going against each other. Yeah, and two teams that are... Uh, name themselves after like a power for sure, you, you right? Know, right. In, the, in the in the running game, and so I was expecting some read option that's, or even see, triple or, you, know, you, have, you have Clifton McDowell. I mean, six four two forty. Like yeah. run a little read option. You only yeah. need two yards. And yeah. same thing with North Dakota State, though. I mean, their yeah. backup quarterback Cole Payton, he's six four two thirty five. I just want to say, hey. Let's just battery yeah. ram this guy in. Yeah, there. and very powerful runner. I would put a read on it, uh, sure, uh, in case they have an extra man at the point. But, but in any case, yeah, I was. Uh, and both defenses had both of those sort of trick two point they plays did. covered up for sure. I mean, uh, Bergen, are, are you kidding me? First of all, it should have been second. Bergen uh, gets off of a face mask, throws the ball, it's tipped, right? And and, and it, what a play that was. What savvy by him too, though, because he, he, you could tell. He, he saw the flag. Yeah. So then, hey, free play. It's a free play. Just throw it. Yeah, and you suspect Montana, even if it was incomplete or picked off, uh, scores on the next play because it's half the distance to the goal line. But uh, this Bergen kid, that's the other thing I think that people, opponents for Montana the last two years. For sure. Since I've been doing some announcing yeah, for yeah. them in regular season game, right, they underestimate. Uh, the value of, of Bergen. Uh, you, you know, I've said it on probably every broadcast. Uh, the two things that you do with Bergen, right? You don't punt or kick to him, period. Even if you have to lose five or seven yards <laughs> right. of field position, 
Don't don't think that you're better than all these other teams that have come in here and punted the ball to Murray, and he scores a touchdown. Right. That's the biggest mistake made. I think we talked about that last I mean, year. You said it last week. You said no matter what, under any circumstances, do not think you're you're better than what you've seen on film. You could tell their game plan was, okay, we're going to angle punt to our sideline. Yeah. The one he housed, he caught it on their sideline. He gets all yeah. the way back to the grid sideline and houses it. Yeah, I'm, you know, and so the putter miss hit a couple, yeah. right? But then the other thing, the second thing is with Bergen, in the red zone, double him in the slot. Now, if you blitz, you can't double, of course, sure. so you take your calculated risk, but double in the slot. So both of those things happen to North Dakota State. Bergen got his hands on the ball on a punt and scores seven. And Bergen catches a wheel route from the slot for a touchdown in the red zone. So, I mean, in in the National Football League, uh, it's all individual specific matchups. I right. remember, I remember, uh, I was in Green Bay coaching the quarterbacks and playing San Francisco, and Jerry Rice doubled them. Jerry Rice will not catch a catch a touchdown, and, and in the red zone, right? Uh, so, you, you know, and sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. But at least don't allow their best player to wreck the game for you or win the game for your opponent. Monday afternoon, quarterback Coach Marty in studio with me, Coulter Nuanas. It's proudly presented by Stockman Bank. Stockman Bank is Montana's brand of banking. They have more than 40 locations throughout the state of Montana. They are in Montana and only in Montana, and they plan on keeping it that way. Let Stockman Bank show you Montana's brand of banking. What would you think, though, of North Dakota State's effort to come in here? I mean, talk about the heart of a champion. You can tell that they have been here before. You mentioned the path. We've never seen a team go from playing in the first round all the way to the championship game. It's just, it's just One too, team has done it, Youngstown State, and lost that's in the right, championship. That's right. They lost but in nobody's ever won In 2016, right. To actually so, have to play in the first round and then go on the road the whole rest of the way. Yeah. It's just an, it's an impossible task, I'd yeah, say. Yeah, and then and then on top of that, you come into Washington Grizz Stadium on your, your third trip, road trip, in a row for right. three weeks in a row. Um, yeah, I look, I, I ran into a few of their players, a few of their coaches, and I said, hey, let me just tell you, shoulders back and eyes up, because one thing you can hold your hat on is that you battled. Yeah. And both teams battled. But North Dakota State uh, battled. They're a very tough, mentally uh, put-together football team. They're big and they're strong. They're a physical football team. They're very, very well coached. You know, one other thing that pulled at that team, uh, you know, uh, Friday night it got out that they weren't hiring uh, right. Tyler Roll, their offensive coordinator, yep. who uh, many of their players and, wow. and ex-players yep. – uh, showed public support for that, so they and so that was on some of these guys' minds, and uh, so they had they had a lot of hurdles to clear. And uh, hats off to them; uh, they, they fought and fought and fought. And the Montana Grizz were just a little bit better at the end, and it's just that simple. When it comes to then the momentum that this Grizz team carries into Frisco, I mean, you're talking ten in a row. You won in overtime. Twice. Back to back. I mean, you've done it in the craziest fashions. You know, you've won nail biters. You've won blowouts. You've won an overtime twice in a row. I mean, how dangerous is the that element of this team as they go to the national championship game? Well, confidence takes oh, you a long way. And this, like I said before, this team is underrated talent-wise. I mean, this football team for You're the right. Montana Grizzlies, they've got some stars on this team. No doubt. Right? 
period. And and then they've got quality players at other positions. And then they've got a little depth. You saw that sort of through the regular season, right? They've got some quality depth. They've got some fantastic. They're very well coached. I think I I, I think that Bobby's uh, done one of his uh, great coaching jobs, especially he had to make some adjustments now at midseason. No he doubt. had to make some choices at midseason. It looks like all of those choices have worked beautifully. You know, he put this staff together. You go way back after last year, there's only one coach on this whole staff that is coaching the same position. For sure. So so if you look early at this season, maybe, maybe the coaching staff was sort of working out what everybody's responsibilities were and all yes. and they put it together. After that NAU loss, really it was a couple weeks after that NAU loss. Because you remember the Idaho State game was an eight-point game. For sure. right? Uh, Cal Davis, UC Davis. Nine-point game. Uh, yeah, so they weren't eight crushing game, anybody. Yeah. And then they took off. So they sort of put it together. You and I have talked about you want your team playing your very best down the stretch and into the playoffs, and that's what the Montana Grizzlies have done. Brent Peace, Ronnie Bradford, I think Timmy Houck. Is is over there? He's over there. Uh, sure. Nobody even really know what he's. What's his title? Analyst or something, <laughs> right? right? Yeah. Uh, you, you know, no, nah, he's a he's a, a very very important member of that coaching staff. I think that from the coaching perspective, first of all, you got to give them so much credit for being willing to evolve. I thought the last couple of years offensively, they got so stuck. Hey, here's what we do, and if that's not working, we're just going to try harder. We're going to keep doing this instead of being like, hey, let's figure out some adjustments. This year, they decided, oh, wow, we got three receivers and nobody can guard. We got this stud freshman. Let's roll him in there. And I thought that their their emphasis on creating mismatches offensively with their elite personnel, specifically those three wide receivers, and Eli Gilman, the running back, was absolutely essential to their season. Well, Coulter, you're exactly right, and I really think they made some of these adjustments about midseason, right? For sure. They picked their quarterback. They said, okay, we're going to get it to our best guys early and on. And they've got a lot of best guys. Right. They start with Gilman. Uh, uh, start with a quarterback. Right. Right. And then you've got all these receivers, and uh, they did a, a fantastic job of making those adjustments. And we've talked about it before. They widened their splits, they went vertical on the first two steps up front, you know, and then they get it to the best. Sometimes the game gets really complicated. But if you can kind of simplify it just a little bit in your own players' minds and, 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 Keep your opponent off balance. There was uh, much more motion, much more uh, unbalanced, much more personnel, much more shifts. Uh, I thought, I do think North Dakota State's a master at the personnel unit. Oh, I man. mean, they travel with like 10 tight end fullback type <laughs> right. of guys. I mean, they had four of them in. And so they would go from four tight ends to four wides uh, in one play. So I thought they do a really good job of that. Montana has done a good job of that midseason yeah, on. I think that that's the most underrated part about the Grizz defense is and people talk about their their quickness and how good they are in the open field and tackling and how tough they are and how many guys they can roll through. Those are all key factors. They're an incredibly smart def- defense, too, though. You mentioned Tim Houck. He and Rodney Bradford have been so great collaborating, and you can tell because the defensive scheme gets more complex every week, and to have guys that can handle that and then implement it and execute it, that's very impressive. Yeah, and they're showing their opponents different things uh, from I mean, like game endless to game. Things. I have to watch so, it back like three times to see what kind of coverages they're doing because yeah. they, they change it up every week. Yeah, so 
they've got two NFL type of minds on that defensive staff in Ronnie and Timmy. And so they're staying one step ahead of their opponents. Look, they've got some talent over there. I think that's underrated, like I said. But scheme, talent, and then that old school mentality, which they have now. Uh, it doesn't matter how we get this thing done, but we're going to play tough and we're going to play physical and we're going to go, uh, like Ronnie Bradford says, we're going to have population around the ball. Monday afternoon quarterback, Coach Marty Bordeaux in studio with us here on Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, probably presented by Stockman Bank. Stockman Bank invites you to experience the Stockman difference as a family-owned community bank with locations throughout Montana. Stockman Bank is committed to enriching the lives of Montanans and helping communities succeed. Stockman Bank is celebrating their 70th anniversary this year, and I know Bob Burns and the boys are proud as ever that the Grizz are going back down to the national championship, so they are Wishing the Grizz good luck as they make their way down to Frisco. More on the Monday afternoon quarterback. We'll talk some NFL right after this. Keep it right here, ESPN Radio. Are you having a bad day? Did you get hurt and it wasn't your fault? Are you in trouble? No matter what has you down, you can take action and help yourself by letting Schulte Law Firm help you. Schulte Law Firm litigates injury, criminal, and civil matters, providing expert advocacy in any situation. Here with Dwight Schulte from Schulte Law Firm. When it comes to criminal defense, what's an example of why someone could or should call Schulte Law? Criminal defense happens on somebody's worst day, you know, and it doesn't mean that someone's a bad person. We all make mistakes. We all make choices that maybe aren't the best choice. And that can lead to dramatic consequences in somebody's life. So we're really focusing on personal injury and criminal defense. We do a lot of different areas of the law, though. We have a strong background in real estate. Um, We handle family law for clients, ton of mediations. The ultimate reality is, is that people have bad days. And that's when you need our help. That's when you need to call Schulte Law Firm because we know the players, we know the game. We can put people in the best position to achieve the outcome they want. If you've had a bad day, visit jschultelaw.com. One, two, three. New is now on ESPN Radio. New is now ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. Coulter Nuanas, Marty Mortemig, rolling with you through the last show of 2023. We'll be back at it for 2024, but uh, this is it for the year. I'm out of here. They're kicking me out. I, I have, I don't have enough days of vac- of of. There's not enough days left in the calendar year to take the days of vacation I got. So they said, well, see you later. But we want to do a Monday show so we can recap. All the stuff that happened over the weekend here in Missoula. And, of course, we want to keep on rolling on the NFL. When we're back at it for this segment, we'll have uh, much more clarity when it comes to the playoff picture. I guess we'll be recapping the last week of the regular season when we're back at it the first week of January. But let's talk about uh, this the week that was. We're going to do a little cheers, little jeers uh, from the weekend that was. I, I, I guess first, Coach, anything left to add on the, the Grizz-North Dakota State game or just that uh, just the college uh, landscape in general before we get into the NFL? Oh, hey, go Grizz. What a run they've had up to this point, but there's more work to do. One more, and look, I looked it up. I think it's like a 13-and-a-half-point spread. Are you kidding me? Is that right? I don't, wow. I don't go on. I don't believe that. Right? I, I thought Villanova gave South Dakota State a heck of a game. And, and I think the Grizz are way better than Villanova. And you get them at a neutral site down there yeah. in Frisco. I'm thinking that that line is going to shrink. Now, South Dakota State just beat up on... Uh, they killed you, Albany, I mean, 59 to nothing. You know, that looked ugly. They but, also just completely avalanched them, right? Like, yeah. they, they had a great scoring drive right out the gates. Okay, expect that. you got a veteran quarterback. It's scripted. 
Then they get a pick and they punch it in right away. Then they get a punt return for a touchdown. And then they get a scoop and score. So all of a sudden, you know. And then another pick. There were three interceptions, I mean, a scoop yeah. and score uh, in the first half alone, I right, think. Exactly. So, when it's 28 nothing, 10 minutes in the game, it's like right. the other team can kind of roll over. So. so I would suspect that that would juice up. The Grizzlies of Montana here in, in in a few weeks. From a logistical standpoint, we heard it at the end of the first hour, but the way the FCS playoffs used to work, it used to be a 16-team bracket, and there was no time off before the national championship game. Montana often, like in 08, they had to go to James Madison in the semis. They won, then they came back to Missoula, and then had to go back to Chattanooga for a Friday night game. So you're talking two travel days in between. Right. You get like two days to practice and only one day on the field down there. Now they get two weeks off to basically get healthy. They'll certainly be practicing and preparing and all that sort of stuff. But that's they're gonna have three weeks to prepare for this game. Yeah. And they're gonna go down there on Tuesday and have a whole week of actual acclimation to the you know, the whole I mean, going to Texas is not that crazy of environmental acclimation, but you get to see the field, you get to be there, you get to sort of get familiar with the whole logistics of it all. Yeah, three weeks seems a little long. No, to for me. sure. Especially yeah. when you have so much momentum like the Grizz do. Yeah. Right yeah. The the two weeks, so so it's like a bye week, you right. know, between a like a NFC championship game and the Super Bowl. Right. I mean that, that two week span. So you, that first week you get all of your game plan in, right? And and then and then in the second week when you're you're out at in Frisco, then you do. You're just doing enough to keep sharp on that, and uh, typically without pads. Uh, now some teams choose to put them on the week of the game, but uh, and then you rock and roll because you want your players uh, feeling like they're Superman, their legs firing uh, game day. So uh, that'll be interesting. The team that handles that three weeks in between games the best might end up winning the game. Montana's brand of NFL, presented by Montana's brand of banking, Stockman Bank. Thanks to all their support throughout the year and always. And uh, Stockman Bank, proud supporters of Grizz Athletics and uh, proud of the Grizz. We're making it all the way to Frisco, Texas. Uh, We'll go in reverse order here, Coach. Let's start with last night's game. The Ravens, they've had a whole bunch of injuries, yet they just keep finding different ways to win. Of all the teams that are double-digit win teams right now, the team that I've seen the most different ways to win out of them has been the Baltimore Ravens. Well, they've got a very good defense. Great and defense. It's, it's almost like uh, if somebody gets hurt, you plug the next guy in, and he plays as good or better. Uh, same on offense. And they've got the great Lamar Jackson. Healthy. Now, hopefully, you know, in the past two years now, uh, he's not been available down the stretch and into the playoffs. So if they do one thing, Keep Lamar Jackson healthy. They've got a real opportunity to go the whole way and win the Super Bowl. I mean, they got 11 wins right now. They got the best record in the AFC. They're looking like they have the inside track at least at the one seed. If they get the one seed, how much pressure will that be? Because there's all this narrative about Lamar Jackson can't win in the playoffs. Yada, yada. I mean, yeah. obviously, you want the one seed. You want to have home field advantage throughout it. But will that add to this? Probably. But you, you've got tough-minded men. There, there are many of them are, are young, but they've been through a bunch of battles. That's they've right. been through a bunch of media pressure, right? And Baltimore's not that bad compared. <laughs> right. When you compare it to Philly and New York, yeah, yeah, right, right? right? It's probably way worse than like uh, where K 
Carolina or Jacksonville sure. or, or even Green Bay, but uh, just because of the media market. Sure. But uh, uh, those men have been through uh, so many different situations, and uh, most of the outside pressure matters not to those players. They, they've kind of learned uh, how to sort of cocoon themselves just a little bit. It's fascinating to me, too, that sometimes when you have a superstar quarterback like the Ravens do, he, he takes so much attention, which in some ways is a great thing because hardly anybody's talking about Roquan Smith and Patrick Queen and Kyle Hamilton. I mean, they, Baltimore has several of the best players at their respective positions in the NFL, but everybody just wants to talk about Axe Jackson and how he's doing. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes you just you, you forget that, hey, I mean, they got the most savage linebackers in the whole NFL. I mean, their their linebacking crew is the best in the league, and, and sometimes people forget that because they're too worried about Lamar Jackson's fantasy stats. Uh, well, two things. Baltimore's personnel department, A+. Plus. I mean, so and good. For decades. For, right? so and it started good. with Ozzie, right? Uh, and Ozzie, he would draft players and acquire players to beat Pittsburgh in Pittsburgh. Those individual matchups that I'm talking about. He's a master that way, uh, and he's still part of it. I know he retired, but he's still uh, a part of it. And then, and then L- Lamar, they've opened it up just a little bit. Right, just a yep. little bit. They've opened it up for him, and the man just has instincts. He's not only talented. I mean, that's obvious, the wow factor. But he also has those instincts. He sees and he feels things that regular people, and I'm talking even in the NFL, they can't even think about doing. He can do because he sees and feels things much better than a normal athlete. Like I said, thanks to the advocates. They want you to make sure to have a great time all holiday season long and leading up to the Grizz National Championship game. They are also very proud of the Grizz for going to the National Championship, and they want you to be able to cheer on the Grizz with family and friends alike. But if you've been injured because of someone else's negligence, that robs you of that excitement. Call the injury attorneys at the Montana Advocates today so they can start fighting for you and the settlement you deserve so you can get back to enjoying the holiday season. Chat anytime, MontanaAdvocates.com or call 406-640-4444. And remember, you deserve uh, an advocate. <laughs> a cheers to the Buffalo Bills and also a cheers to the Dallas Cowboys. This was the most and least surprising result of the weekend. Bills look great last night. Yep. I've been talking for two years. They got to figure out how to effectively run the ball. Well, how about 249 yards rushing last night? I mean, they look like, I mean, they're bulldozing the Cowboys and also Dallas just being Dallas. They they whip Philly and then they just lay an egg. I've yesterday. seen it for several decades I with mean, the Cowboys. It's crazy now, how it these, keeps going. Yeah. Huh? How, you can have, I mean, all these guys that play for the Cowboys now weren't even born 30 yeah. years ago, and they still are the same as they were in the late 90s. It's crazy. Uh, I mean, it's it is crazy, and they're really really a talented team. I will tell you the you know most people know there's such an extremely small talent difference between each team. But those small differences mean an awful lot. Right. But you still have to put the hard work in and the preparation in during the week or some team that's not quite as good as you is going to beat you and then the road trips come into play. You know, how the schedule falls. Sure. That's kind of like the Grizz. I thought their schedule fell just beautifully. Absolutely. Right? And they make a run. It's, it's not unlike the NFL when, when that schedule falls just beautifully in your in your way and you end up getting home field. All those things come into play. We also got to give, give a cheers to Josh Allen and their offensive staff because about a month ago we were talking about how 
you know, they're not doing a good job reining him in. He's being all crazy. He's not, you know, using his talents to the best of his abilities. Well, they fire the offensive coordinator. They get a new OC in there. They change some stuff. But also, he himself has just turned the corner. He's been red hot these last three weeks. And he looks like back to being a guy who is one of the best players in the NFL. Well, Buffalo, that team, looked like they're one of the top teams for sure uh, in the NFL. Uh, Josh Allen looks like he's... One of the top quarterbacks in the NFL. I the only thing I'm and I've said it for a couple of years is Josh Allen's taking too many hits while running with the no football. Doubt. He needs it's got to be emphasized. It's got to be drilled, in, you know, in the off season, of course, uh, because they need him. They need him healthy uh, down the stretch and into the playoffs. And if they make it, it looks like they may very well make it now. The way they played uh, recently. Bills moved to 8-6 and six with the win over Dallas, so they're certainly uh, back in the playoff mix for sure. Uh, cheers to the Detroit Lions. They hit the skids a little bit, but then they had a big win yesterday. Explain this dynamic to me. Why is it that Detroit, when they're rolling, they blow teams out, and when they're not, it's like these crazy back and forth there where they just get their heart broken? Well, again, it goes back to that hard work and preparation that I know Detroit puts in. So then you get a team maybe that's fully loaded and you're not, right? And then, and then it looks ugly for you. And then all of a sudden you get and then and then you're playing a team that may not be fully loaded and those small talent differences, especially at key positions, can really have an effect on the score of the game because it seems like they blow people and some good teams they've blown out. That's right. And then and then they've they've lost some close ones right. to some ugly teams or it, it appeared going into the game, right? And those ugly teams uh end up playing really well in that particular game. And the NFL game is shorter, right? So if you make a mistake or two, it's much more difficult to overcome in the National Football League than it is in college. Cincinnati Bengals now won three in a row. Are we ready to buy or are we selling on Jake Browning? Where are we at with Jake Browning? How long can a hot streak like this last for a guy that you don't have any film on? You and I have talked about this in the past. You've got, I did one, Jeff Garcia. For sure. Right? Uh, he play, I mean, he played like a Pro Bowl quarterback. He made the Pro Bowl in his second year, but he played like a Pro Bowl quarterback for three or four games. And then all of a sudden, uh, they noticed what his strengths are, what his weaknesses are. Everybody's got weaknesses now. And then they went out. And so uh, 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 he had to grind through a couple of really horrific games uh, uh, and, and, and come back the next year and, and make it to the Pro Bowl. Dobbs. Dobbs is another one. I mean, this right? is that, that's the dichotomy, yeah, right? They yeah. beat the Vikings. The yeah. Vikings have had this happen. They they had a guy that was on a heater because nobody knew what to do with him, and then everybody figured him out, and now they had to bench him. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. And so here's the deal with a especially at the quarterback position, right? You can go in and play pretty good at a, at a pretty high level, or what looks like at a high level for two, three, four games. But the NFL has some great brain power. Uh, over there on the deal. Players and coaches. For sure. They will catch up to you. So you, your challenge is stay one step ahead schematically of your opponents. And then the quarterback's challenge is to play at that high level and do it time after time after time. That's when you become a really good quarterback. Uh, so uh, there's been hundreds of quarterbacks who have had a game or two or three uh, really, really good and never really became uh, an excellent quarterback. Well, that 27-24 overtime win by the Bengals keeps them alive in the playoff race as well. They're now 8-6. Uh, and six. How about your boy Joe Flacco? A couple wins in a row now. They don't need him to be that good, though, because they're just so salty on defense. And that's, I mean, that's a big win. The Bears are the Bears, whatever. But Cleveland's now 9-5. and five. They're, they're a playoff team. 
Cleveland is very good. You and I talked about it early, early in the season. They're loaded on defense. Loaded. I mean, they have... I mean, Miles uh, Garrett's having an outstanding year. So if you score a few points, and they've been through a mess at the court uh, with injuries, right? And they, they get my man. Oh, by the way, uh, Joe texted me. He must have been juiced up. It was after the ball game. He made a great throw to win that he game, did, by the absolutely. way. absolutely. It was a great throw, but he texted, go Grizz. So he must have <laughs> watched the game uh, on the TV, national TV, by the way, the Washington Grizz State. But anyway, you know, Joe played at Delaware. For sure. So, so. The, the fellows in the NFL who played at the FCS level or back years ago, one AA level, they are a little bit more interested than some other oh, guys. Oh, yeah, for sure. But but all of them are interested. So, uh, Flacco, what a game that was. I texted him a week or two ago. You look like you're 26. So this time off <laughs> may have been good for him. You know, he's had a knee, he's had a back, a hip, a neck. And he looks fabulous right now at the age of, I believe, 38. Speaking of the FCS, Cooper Cup had a 62-yard touchdown. That's his longest since. I mean, he's been so banged up the last year and a half or so. so that's his longest since uh, getting back into it. Of course, a, a Big Sky Conference MVP during his time uh, in Eastern Washington. And, I mean, the Rams are such a hard team to figure out because when they were hurt, they were terrible. Yep. But now they got it back going a little bit. Now they're kind of knocking on the door. They're 7-7. and I actually think when they're at full strength, they're better than a lot of teams in the NFC. Oh, there's no question about that. It, those injuries, that it, that did. The same thing happened to the 49ers for the last couple of th- two, it's three true. years. It's true. These injuries at the key positions. The, the Rams... I would say a solid plus right now. Much like I had the Grizz early and at midseason. Yep. Solid plus. Can they become one of the better teams in in the in the National Football League? Yes, as long as they stay healthy. And the Grizz went from solid plus to one of the top two teams, at least, in the country from midseason on. So that's about where the, some of these uh, would-be playoff teams are. A team that was knocking on the door. It's the Monday afternoon quarterback with Coach Barty. Barty Mortowick in studio presented by Stackman Bank, Montana's brand of banking. This is Montana's brand of NFL. One team that seemed like they might kind of surge and knock on the door of the playoffs was the Green Bay Packers. That's a bad loss at home yesterday to the Bucs. I know the Bucs are, are kind of coming, and and uh, you know they, they're probably going to win that division, but the Packers had some momentum, and then they kind of lost it these last two weeks. That was a strange game Super to strange. me. Uh, I I would have thought that the Packers would. And I, I think they've got some really uh, defensive problems going on there. I mean, to give up 34 points I at mean, home to a team that's not really that good on offense. I know. It. I, that, 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 that's bothersome. So so the head coach has to go, okay. And, and a good friend of mine is a defensive coordinator. Sure. But the head coach has to go, okay. Is this, is this one of those games that – Happens once or twice a year or not. I mean, that's what the head coach is probably pondering here as we speak. And they're, they're probably having uh, a couple tough conversations on, on uh, okay, how are we going to move forward from here? How are we going to fix this, right? Because it's got to get fixed if the Packers have any chance at all to slip it into the playoffs. And poor Tommy DeVito, he's looked like just the everyman <laughs> Until then, he looked like Superman for three weeks. And then yesterday... Well, there's another quarterback that had... Man. He strung a a, a few good games together. And then I'm just telling you, it's it's probably hard to understand. Uh, The brain power in the NFL and and those defensive players and coaches. Right. They will not allow you to play directly to your strengths 
but for two, three, four games. And then it's going to catch up to you. So if you don't have uh, some other strengths, if you don't stay a step ahead, uh, a game like that is going to happen. And he got he got bolted a couple times. Uh, I mean, he got, he got his head ripped off. He got knocked out of the game. I mean... You know, everybody talks about their welcome to the NFL moment. When you got guys like Tommy DeVito that are running around, guys on defense in the NFL, they want to give you your welcome to the NFL That's right. moment. Oh, there's no question about that. <laughs> and look, at those guys on defense, they're getting paid. <laughs> For sure. To go after the ball, to go after your body. To, I mean, that, that's what they get paid to do is wreck havoc on their opponent in a physical manner. And so that's what happened to DeVito. Now, uh, it's unusual that his agent is getting more publicity, even though DeVito's getting a lot of it. His agent's getting even more publicity. Uh, I don't really like that part of it because the agent is uh, making uh, making a little hay with his client having three good games. <laughs> no doubt. Last uh, Jeers of the weekend, it actually happened last Thursday. I mean, there's been rumblings about Brandon Staley yeah. being out in, in – in, uh, with the Chargers, I almost said San Diego because I'll never not think of them as the San my, Diego. My wife calls it San Diego I, I as well. Still, I, can't, I still can't get over that they're not in San Diego anymore. San Diego Super Chargers, like that's what it was forever. Anyways, the Los Angeles Rams. What a, I mean, it was an abomination. It, it was, it was unbelievable. The Raiders are not even that good on offense. They've had a complete coaching change, and they're playing a backup quarterback, yeah. and they still score sixty three on you. It's crazy. And then of course Staley and the GM let go. A yeah. lot of people would say probably. Uh, plenty soon enough for uh, them to be dismissed. Okay, here's what happens. Struggling team that had very high expectations. Big time. That has really a franchise quarterback, I do think, there. Yep. That's yep. hurt, yep. right? I think so it's hurt. Yeah, surgery. Yeah, so you put that together. High expectations, and you are struggling, right? And then you have a prime time game, a Thursday night game. Prime time. The whole country's watching, and it is embarrassing. Yes. And, and, and your guy's out. I mean, the yeah. guy you built the whole thing around is out. He's yeah. sitting on the sideline. And it's 60-something point, And it is embarrassing. In many cases, that's when the head coach is let go. After one of those primetime games on a team that's struggling with high expectations. But tonight, football's a big one. Jalen Hurts is questionable for tonight. He knows he's going to go, though. But can the Eagles get back on track in Seattle? We'll break this one down. To take you home here on this Monday. Keep it right here. Monday afternoon quarterback on Nuana's Now, ESPN Radio. At Jewelry Design Center, they can make anything you desire. We have branded jewelry that you'll see across the world and the country. And you have full access to our full manufacturing shop. You can look in the case. You don't have to start out designing something. You can see anything that we have in the case that customize it for your personal experience. Jewelry Design Center now open in Missoula at 2501 Brook Street across from the Montana Club. Jewelry Design Center, your jeweler for life. I'm so excited to have some time off, spend with the family, enjoy some Christmas, all that good stuff. But I am going to miss all you guys and appreciate you for always tuning in and always making this uh, such a fun thing. It's such a great 
uh, joy for me to be able to be on the radio in my hometown talking all things sports and hanging out with some of my great friends like this guy, Marty Mornaweg. So uh, happy, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. Thanks for being here all year, man. And uh, we're not done yet. We'll have several episodes after the New Year, but it's uh, it's been a pleasure being with you, my friend. Likewise, you know this is my favorite time of the week is to come in and be on your show every Monday after the college games and after the NFL games and right before Monday Night Football. You know, one thing with the Grizz, this RTD, right? I didn't know what this meant. <laughs> well, you know, I've, I've kind of home base here for a couple years. Totally. RT, return to dominance. I think that they're there. And now the challenge is to go win the national championship game. And then next year, and next year, and next year, and go back to back to back. And, and that would be a RTD. Well, and talk about, like, being able to affirm that notion. You beat Delaware who's got one of the top five most playoff appearances ever. Furman, top five most playoff appearances ever. NDSU, the dynasty of the subdivision. And now you get a shot at the defending national champs. Nobody can say a word to you. That's <laughs> you right. You go on that run. That's right. And then, and then, but my point is now next year, the challenge. Yes. Do it again. And yeah. next year, and then, and then you become the dominant team in the FCS Phil- and the dominant program. Monday afternoon, quarterback proudly presented by Stockman Bank. Stockman Bank celebrating their 70th anniversary. They are so proud to be a part of this show and also so proud uh, of the Grizz for their trip to the national championship. Let Stockman Bank show you Montana's brand of banking. Uh, Philadelphia lost two in a row. Yeah. But now they're going to Seattle. Seattle's also been on the skids. It's a tough place to play. Eagles getting four and a half to four and a half point favorites uh, in Seattle over under at 47 and a half, which seems a little bit high. The Eagles are given four and a half. Yeah, that, no, it's minus four and a half for the Eagles. Yes. yes, yes. Yeah, they're four and a half point favorites. So, I mean, what do you, what do you think of this one? I mean, this is, I'm not going to say it's a must win for the Eagles, but it's it's almost a must win for the Eagles. They have to, they can't just lose three in a row. Every, right now, every game you play for gets sure. bigger and bigger and bigger, no matter if you win or lose, right? Because if you win, now you're going for. For the bye, you're going for the whole field throughout the play. If you lose, now you're going, oh, we got to get seated a little higher. If you lose another one, we got to make the playoffs. You know, and there's several teams in that in that spot. Tonight's game is Jalen against Geno. You know, I've coached them both. I coached both of them as rookies, two quality quarterbacks. But here's the problem. You don't know because Jalen traveled on a private plane because he was so sick that he, they had to keep him away from the rest of the team. Wow. And Gino, Gino's nicked up. And, and I suspect that both of them will play. I suspect both will play. But they're, neither one of them is going to be at their very, very best. So there you go, defense. You go home field advantage. This is going to be a heck of a game tonight. It is absolutely going to be a heck of a game and a heck of a venue. we only got about a minute left, but this is breaking news during the show. American Airlines has added a couple new flights here out of Missoula to help Grizz fans get to Texas. This is thanks in part to Senator John Tester. He was really pushing both Delta and American said, hey, let's add some flights to get the guys to Dallas. So if you've been looking for plane tickets, they've been crazy outrageous, so expensive. But we're going to get a couple more options. So that's John Tester. You got to love it. The man has some big levers to pull. I like it. Also, uh, the Missoula, Montana airport director announced earlier today that nonstop flights from Missoula to Dallas, Fort Worth will be added uh, in the upcoming week to accommodate. So uh, very cool. Eagles at Seahawks should be a fun one. It's the Monday afternoon quarterback with Coach Marty. And we are out for 2023. We'll be back at it on January 2nd. Happy New Year, Coulter. Happy New Year, Coach Marty. Happy New Year to all of you. Everybody enjoy your holidays. And we'll see you when it's 2024. It's Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio.
It's finally starting to feel like winter around here, and if you need some nice winter gear, how about the fine folks at Sitka? They make awesome winter clothes, and they sell custom Bobcat Sitka gear at the MSU Bookstore. You can shop online anytime at msubookstore.org, or of course you can check out the MSU Bookstore live and in person there on the Montana State campus. They also have some graduation regalia back in order there at the MSU Bookstore. They have an awesome American Indian Council selection as well. Visit on campus anytime you need blue and gold, or visit online anytime, anywhere, msubookstore.org. MSU Bookstore. Your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day located there on the Montana State campus.